The quick answer will get you every time. You know, the patient asks you a question, you quickly answer with an off-the-cuff answer, and then you realize, whoops, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Too late now. We'll look at this matter further in today's QMC Board and Caller. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the QMC Board and Caller, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Collar podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. Invariably, questions fielded about billing in the field are best left to be answered by your front office. Whether you have an in-house billing operation or you use an outsourcing company, your billing office is best equipped to answer patient billing questions. I can't tell you the number of times that patients have called to the office and say something to the effect of the EMT or worse yet, the ambulance driver told me I wouldn't have to pay anything for this transport and you sent me this bill. Other than a few people that split their time between the billing office and the field, can anyone out in the field answer a billing question with 100% certainty? I think you know the answer is a big fat no. So where are we going with this is to issue our sage and word of advice and it is, never answer a patient's billing question in the back of an ambulance. Now, I'm not trying to be condescending here. You may have a fair amount of knowledge and time in this business and have the best of intentions, but maybe you're trying to allay your patient's fears and help calm the patient. I get it, I truly do. But once it's said to the patient, It's most assuredly gospel. Think of it this way, folks. You go to the hardware store and Handy Mike helps you choose what he tells you is the perfect paint color and mixes it up and tells you it's on sale this week. When you get to the checkout line to pay for your gallon of paint, when you get to the checkout line to pay for your gallon of paint, sure Sherry at the register tells you Handy Mike is absolutely wrong. The paint sale was last week. You argue your point, but sure Sherry has the week's newspaper advertisement tucked away next door register, and she points out that there is no paint sale this week. How do you feel? Disappointed? Angry? Of course you're angry because Handy Mike told you one thing and sure Sherry told you another, and they both work for the same hardware store. Well, really, when you think about it, it's the same thing that takes place when you represent one thing to a patient about their future EMS bill, but the billing office represents another, and the billing office is probably right, folks. In the eyes of your patient, you were your EMS agency at the time, and you represented the policy, albeit incorrectly. But in the patient's eyes, what you said should count. Where we most frequently run into this is when we are talking with patients that that uses either a subscription donation program and or services that are supported by tax dollars funneled from the community. And in consideration of that person's support, be it donation or tax, are able to forgive collecting for either co-pays and or deductible amounts. I can't begin to tell you the number of times I have listened to well-intentioned EMS providers tell patients, don't worry about the cost of the trip, your insurance will cover it and you won't have to pay anything out of your own money. First off, no one, not even your billing department, can ever be 100% sure an insurance company will pay a claim for an ambulance transport. Secondly, unless you set policy at your ambulance and you have a subscriber list or taxpayer list that is right there in the rig, there is no way you can definitively tell your patient that he, she, 
will not owe any additional payment after insurance pays. A good way to address EMS billing questions during an EMS incident is to say something simply like, sir or ma'am, my focus right now is to provide you with the best EMS care and transportation that I can. We have knowledgeable people in our front office that will be glad to answer any questions you have after we are sure that you are okay. Truly folks, this is the most effective way to keep you and your EMS agency from making promises to a patient that you, your administration, and ultimately your overall EMS agency are unable to keep. I hope these few tips proved helpful and thought-provoking for you. My name is Gary Harbat. I'm the Director of Client Services. Should you have any questions, please don't hesitate in emailing me at clientservices at quickmedclaims.com. I'd be happy to help you. Again, thanks for attending. Have a great day. And hey, be safe out there.